definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's going on? Happy Tuesday. Good morning and welcome on to the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman, Lucas White across the way taking care of us. Holy cow, we've uh, we've put together the normal crew for consecutive days for the first time in a couple of weeks. So don't scare it away, but uh, we are here with you until noon. You can uh, hit us up, whatever thoughts, comments, questions you got, bring those in on the Ace Flooring Center chat line through the 100.7 The Score mobile app and at 107thescore.com. What's up, Hacks? How are we doing? <sighs> I caught you right mid-yawn. That was very uh, mean of me. I didn't mean to. You ever uh, have the feeling where you just uh, you sleep but you don't sleep? Yeah. I think it's been me for about five years. <laughs> You're going to go like a week or two. Ah, five years. I don't feel like I've slept in five years. I so, um, I yeah. So. Well, okay. I think we in America have got to figure something out. Now, let's All just right. forget sports. Let's just solve American problems. Okay. We go to school too early here. Okay. Not just America, but specifically like Texas. I think kids in general would much rather go to school later and get out later. Don't you think so? You Most kids would trade the whole uh, be at school at 7.45 or 8 a.m. for getting out at 5 o'clock, 4 or 5 o'clock. Um, yeah, I don't see any issue with that. It needs to happen. Maybe maybe four forty five. Yeah, stagger something, something. it, and they, they count by minutes, so they you can make it work where you get go to school at nine a.m. and get out at four thirty four forty right. five. Petition. We need to fix this because you know they go to school too early. There's a massive difference in waking up at uh, at five thirty a.m. and six thirty a.m. or you know even even further along. So, uh, I mean, I the, I thought I was bad in the morning. So Mickey's the queen. It's just. <laughs> She is just a sack of flour, yeah, and will not comply. Do something. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Times a hundred. You know, it's just just yep. lays there. Yep. Yep. It's always fun. Boys back at school finally. That's good. He's alive, Mister Eczema. Well, I mean, it's it's no fun, but at least he's back. Oh man. It's brutal. So, uh, y'all, we got some um, some foliage now in here. You call it foliage? Well, I I don't know. Garland? What is it? Garland, I, I think, is the correct. Uh, but isn't garland kind of like foliage? I don't know. I, when I think of fo- foliage, I think of uh, like leaves, fall, fall foliage. Okay. Yeah, like was it? Is that the wreath's new up there? Right, the wreath is new. Except I don't understand the garland. I think it's. It may have fallen already. It's just laying down. Yeah, it just kind of died. Just died down there. I don't think it's on the camera. I think it's supposed to be hanging, but mm. might have broken off the the little thingies, which is a real term. I put gobbles up yesterday. That's another reason why I'm sad. Oh, man. 
You need like a... I talk to him as I put him in the box. You need a lender? I've got some blow-ups of like Christmas stuff. If you need no, no. I don't want to make him jealous. It's a, he, he would understand. No, he wouldn't. You let him get all the way through his month and then some. Yeah. He would understand. If no, he, I can't betray gobbles like that at all. Sure you can. No. We have a gobbles. I never talk about him because he doesn't come out very often. We, I think we have one for... Not kidding. We have one for every holiday. The wife has always been a big decoration person. So we have a, a giant heart that could go out for Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> We have a gobbles. Yeah. We have uh, an Easter bunny that uh, will yeah. blow up. Um, so not every holiday. I don't think we have a. Do you have like an inflatable dreidel or. <laughs> For Chanaka? No. Uh, none, none of that. Um, we have not put out the uh, blow ups this year. Normally, kid, I, I think we have about 20 or so active blow ups, but have not done it this year because the wind yeah the this is not a friendly place for inflatables at all no it's terrible except there's that one house have you seen it off of uh i want to say nashville Mm-mm. 120th in nashville I'm, I'm not accurate on that but um it's all it's one of those streets off of quaker between 114th and 130th and it uh they have Probably over a hundred inflatables in the front yard. Oh my well, not in the front, but in front and back. And then some nights they'll open up the back one and just let people come come back there. But the house is Clark Griswold out, Griswolded out, and uh, it's it's an amazing. It is definitely one of the houses to go look at. And did you see the uh, the choreographed lights? You, you know, there that was that one off of Indiana and I think Fifty Eighth. They moved. So that one is in a new location, and the new show—they like got a whole new setup. It is amazing, pretty awesome. So we're we're got to get out and family. check this out. Yeah, I'll, I'll I give am, you the address to that one. I'm straight bah humbug at this point. Are you really? Yeah, absolutely. You can't be. Yes, I can. Christmas is here, man. It's not here. It's not. It's almost here. No, it's not. You got a few basketball games. I in played between. Christmas music yesterday. It means it's here. It's not. No. I know you got the meats and everything, but for me, it's not here. Okay. When do you get there? Christmas Eve. <laughs> Golly. Oh, my God. I'll get in the spirit Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, we'll get there. Yeah. Kids, <laughs> you got to run to the store. <laughs> Don't ask why. Hey, just uh, go to just, the store. Honey, let's go to Academy real quick here or wherever. <laughs> See what we can gather up. Wherever I can uh, oh gouge gosh. a couple presents. Walgreens <laughs> or something, you know. Uh, Christmas is here for uh, <clears throat> for a lot of players. I don't uh, know if it's Christmas for coaches. I guess it's both. Because some coaches are upgrading at positions. Some are losing players that shouldn't be transferring because they've had tons of success and they've... But uh, we have more than 900 players in the portal as of last night. There may be more than 1,000 now. I have not checked this morning. But as of last night, more than 900 players in the college football transfer portal. Holy cow. That's a lot of names. How many? So many. How many players in college football are there? Scholarship players. You have 133. I'm asking you to do math. I'm getting the calculator out. You have 133 
ish programs. I don't know what we're at. It may be like 139 now, but uh, yeah, we'll say we'll we'll just call it 140 programs. Do 136. Okay. I think that's the number. Okay, I'll, I'll take your word. 136, and you got 85 scholarship players supposed to be on each. Okay, so you have 11,560 scholarship players. 25% of players, or I guess it was 24%, have uh, gone into the portal each year. That's either spring or fall. So right now we're sitting close to one per, or 10%. That means there's still a lot more to go. Oh, yeah. A lot more that are going to continue to pour in there. This has become such a tracked thing now that there are dedicated accounts that yeah. keep track of X player Just from X university is in the portal, yep. and he's receiving interest from here. And it's amazing to me. It take a full-time job to keep up with that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you'd have so to have some contacts, too. Um, or just, you know, jump up in the DMs. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll talk some portal potty. We will get you some headlines coming up next, though. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Got a few headlines for you. What you need to know, part of the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton, yours from the First United Bank Studio. We'll kick the headlines off with... Well, let's go with uh, what we got on the airwaves for you tonight, and we'll start that with... Lady Raider basketball as the Lady Raiders perfect nine and zero go up against Sam Houston. I think they've got they've dropped the state or no. I don't. There's so many schools. I, I don't, don't think they have. You don't think they have? Lucas does. Which? Okay, so either side might be correct on this, but I think they've held on to the state. They are still listed uh, according to their website, SHSU, which is Sam Houston State. Uh, edu. I think the, however, it looks like the um, sports programs want just to just so, Sam Houston. So they are Sam Houston State still, but the sports programs want to narrow it to Sam Houston. That's fine with me. So I it's just one of those. Memos. Save me a word. So it's just one of those memos to call him Sam Houston. Nonetheless, I spent way too much time on that. Lady Raiders and Sam Houston tonight. Lady Raiders 9-0 and going into it. Uh, Tip-off for that one will be at 6 o'clock from United Supermarkets Arena. 5.30 coverage start time, and you can hear all the action on both stations, 107.7 Yes FM, as well as right here on 100.7 Ziscore. Uh, some high school hoops for you tonight at 6.15, Liberty Cooper will take on Lubbock Christian in a uh, girls-boys doubleheader. We'll have that one for you starting at 6.15 on 93.1 Texas FM. So uh, looking forward to that matchup for Liberty full of freshmen and sophomores, of course, this year in the uh, inaugural year for the school. Um. Elsewhere, uh, lots of different things going on. Um, of course, you mentioned towards the end of the program, but if you miss it, Texas Tech soccer staff named the Mountain West. Uh, Midwest. Midwest, thank you. Mountain West is track. Midwest uh, staff of the year for soccer, which 
uh, as the first for program history there, also coming off their first Big 12 regular season title in program history. Uh, so congrats to Tom Stone and company. They are now in the runnings for National Coaching Staff of the Year. Um, Ludwig Aberg, a nominee, no surprise here, but a nominee for PGA Tour Rookie of the Year. I've seen a couple of the names. I think he should win this. I'm very biased, but... Uh, yeah. I think looking at the uh, the resumes, especially with the recent win he just got, I think that uh, you're going to see Aberg probably win the PGA Tour Rookie of the Year. It is uh, Aberg, Eric Cole, Nico Ishavaria, and Vincent Norman. Oh, my gosh. So, there's a... Ludwig slam dunk. I, I would think so. Again... But I mean, you never know. Do what? You never know. No, no you don't. On these awards, you, you never know. You never know. Because uh, those other guys played a lot more this year than mm-hmm. Aberg did, but they didn't get to play. Aberg just had a lot more splashy. Yeah, yeah. He, he was the only one to win a Ryder Cup out of the group. And, uh, of course, I think he's one of... A couple that have won a PGA event as well. So uh, he has two professional wins in the span of about four months so far. So he won once on the DP World Tour and then uh, once in the PGA and the RSM last week or last uh, month in November. So uh, Aberg likely to win that. Uh, I'm curious what the all time list looks like for for winners here they've been doing pga tour rookie of the year uh since 1990 it appears some of these names you'd know robert gomez no no about john daly in 1991 mark cart calcavecchia no not calcavec carnivale sure don't, don't know that one VJ Singh, Ernie Els, Woody Austin, uh, a guy named Tiger Woods won this in 1996. Remember how crazy Woody Austin was? Yeah. Go out in the lake, come out, play the rest of the hole with his pants rolled up under his knees, have side, sunglasses on upside down, hat sideways. He just did some crazy stuff. Yep. Uh, Stuart Sink, Steve Flesh. Carlos Franco, Michael Clark II, Charles Howell the Third. There's your guy, Chucky Three Sticks, 2001 winner. Oh, man, nobody better at making the cut and not winning than Chucky Three Sticks, Jonathan, but he is loaded. Jonathan Bird, Ben, ha- ben Curtis, Tom Hamilton, Sean nice. O'Hare, Trevor Immelman, Brant mm-hmm. Snedeker, Andres Romero, Mark Leishman, Ricky Fowler, Keegan Bradley, John Huh. That's a real name. Jordan Spieth, Cheston Hadley, Daniel Berger. Where did he go? He was pretty hot for a while and then fizzled out. Emiliano Grio, uh, Xander Schaffle, Aaron Weiss, Sungjae M, Scotty Scheffler, Will Zalatoris, Cameron Young are your uh, your previous winners. There's a lot of really good names on that on that list in the last 23 years. So 22 years. So we'll see if uh, Aberg. Etches his name into history. Uh, Dallas Stars lost last night to the Lightning in Tampa for nothing. 
And uh, Dave Campbell's put out their Texas football awards yesterday. If you missed it, uh, a couple of Red Raiders do make this list. Offensive player of the year, Taj Brooks in the state of Texas. So not too bad there for uh, special teams player of the year, Austin McNamara. Both those guys made the first team list. And then uh, Dadrian Taylor Dimerson named a second teamer on the All-Texas team by Dave Campbell's magazine. Let me well. let me read you a little bit of this here. It's just now coming out. This is from Football Scoop, and I'm going to have to be able to, to read this to digest it properly here because this is interesting. Breaking in a radical change, NCAA proposing new subdivision to allow schools to pay athletes directly. In where, a, where did you say this is from? Football Scoop. Football Scoop? Okay. In a, Zach Barnett, uh-huh. and he published it 10 minutes ago. In a move that is both radical and inevitable, the NCAA is planning to allow athletes to license their NIL rights directly to their schools. I mean, what we're just doing a big old facade at this point, mm-hmm. right? Or fake aid. Fake aid. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what it is. We're just masking what's really happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every coach talks about it. I mean, yeah, they're you they're not hiding anything. Well, like Matt and, Rule couple weeks ago or i guess it was last week talking about million how, million and a half two million for think, a quarterback i think he's wrong <laughs> i think that's low you, do you think it's low i, I think that's low Just well some of the numbers we're here if you're putting your name up on the auction block from ohio state or oklahoma i mean good lord yeah i mean well, we heard Caleb how much williams could, getting paid much more last year a reigning heisman trophy winner who will not play in the bowl game the NCAA's current portal and NIL reality was born out of external challenges through courts and numerous state legislatures, and this proposal is an attempt to avoid further challenges from the courts and Congress. It would also alleviate, if not outright, eliminate the current infrastructure in which fans are expected to donate to their athletics department to keep up their facility to keep up in the facilities arms race and pay coaches and pay players. So what the the biggest problem The biggest problem is that the money's got to come from somewhere, right, on this. Mm-hmm. Because right now it comes from donors. Mm-hmm. And that's where college athletics is funded for the most part anyway. There's there's a lot of college athletic departments that are in the red already. A lot of them. Texas Tech's not one of them. But I think... I think you look. There's a list out there. You can go find yeah, it. Yeah, operating. You in, list. There's 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 probably 25 loss. teams, 25 or so, that operate uh, either breaking even or making money. It's not a much. There's not, not much. that many. And Tech no. has been one pretty consistently over the last decade that that makes a little bit of money at least. So are we going to get a division that it's like, hey, do you guys really want to play? That's what. Uh, then you're uh, going to have to pay if you want to play like the old days and just get scholarship athletes. Then you go to this next division that's down. Yeah, I mean, you could le- you could really see that. So I don't know where this this money's going to come from. Is the one thing be, be, like it's going to come from somewhere. If if this goes to this, it'll <laughs> there'll be jobs cut. There'll be something to make money for the the athletes. But right now, it's just donations. And <laughs> put that in quotes. You're paying players, but what's the best know. nation? donation. See you of the bench on 100.7 the score.
Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Appreciate you joining us on a Tuesday. It's the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman and Jeff Haxton here in the First United Bank studio. Keep the uh, thoughts and commentary rolling in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We're hanging with you till uh, noon today. We'll uh, continue to get back to a few more of your thoughts. Appreciate all of the uh, <laughs> all of the ones on the chat line. Everybody going over their words that they don't like. This is bait. No, uh, hearing mispronounced. There's one from my me. What did I? Uh, one trick monkey. No, no, no. There's a word. Pronounce oh, yeah. pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of pronunciation. Uh-huh. I, I did that one for a You've while. You've had several. Hey. Hey. No need. Uh, Clay says, I recently had a prostrate exam. <laughs> That's not fun. Uh, when people say espresso, it makes me f- frustrated. <laughs> There's all sorts of them. You know what? Just let people be. For the most part. Not all of them, but for the most part. Um, so... This is still really fascinating to me. This what has come out this morning, um, with the proposal from the NCAA. I knew mm-hmm. they were cooking something up down there when I was looking down on their headquarters in Indianapolis. The proposed change would also create a subdivision for the wealthiest schools to create new rules about transfers, roster sizes, NIL, etc. That's one that you can mess up too. It appears the yeah. cost of being in that tier of schools is creating a trust fund for athletes. Within the framework of Title IX, invest at least 30000 per year into an enhanced educational trust fund for at least half of the institution's eligible student-athletes, commit to work with their peer institutions in the subdivision to create rules that may differ from the rules in place for the rest of Division One. Wait, 30000 per year is it? Those I don't yeah that's those rules would include a wide range of policies such as scholarship commitment and roster size recruitment transit we're talking about well, you just mentioned something in a there a totally different game but you just mentioned something in there that I think will be the hang up of all of it title 9 it's been all about equality it's it's a stupid reason don't get me wrong title 9 is good in its principle the reason it's there, but its execution has been jacked up for a while. To equate football to anything else, men or women, is is silliness, right? Because football is the biggest cash cow at eighty, well, no, ninety plus percent of universities uh, across the country that play in FBS. It's the biggest cash cow, easily. It's what funds other sports it's what allows you to have women's volleyball it's what allows you to have all, all sorts of other things because football can fund those things now title nine how are you going to get by with paying a football player the university paying a football player a uh, hundred thousand dollars a year and giving a, a softball player a thousand dollars or whatever it is right aren't, aren't they all is the whole reason that baseball players are sitting there having to split 11.7 scholarships 
among 28, 40, well, really 40, 40. guys. 11.7 split them among 40 guys. That's because of Title IX. So I think that's going to be the biggest hang-up here. That's what's going to keep this from going through unless you just rewrite Title IX altogether. And then if you do that, then why not give full scholarships in baseball? Or these, I don't know. Like, well, the, this, this is talking about however many make this inner circle. An entirely new governing body. A new set of rules, yeah. A new set of rules for whatever they determine, and it feels like our college sports have gone now completely to pro sports. I mean, it's we've all, we've always, you know, we've been having that feeling, especially over the last five years. But that would be the step to take it to you know, no more amateurism. Yeah, and, and only the only the the rich can play. That's what it sounds like. I mean, let me. I mean, let, is Texas Tech in that? That's what I want to know. I, I would mean, think so. Out of the Big Twelve, who decides we can do this financially? Like financially, we can make this commitment, and we can try and swim with these sharks that have all of the the ESPN ties and, you know, we're going to move Alabama ahead and we were all blah, 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 all these I think you blue have bloods. to, right? You have to find a way to get in that group if you're Texas Tech. I'm not speaking for every Big 12 school because there's some private schools that may not want to. Say may may not be worth it. Baylor <laughs> may just decide, eh, this is a we'll play for that. Ridge. We'll play for that next level. Yeah, we, we can be really good in the next level, but the money making in athletics isn't as important to us because we can go, you know. And, and I do want to say to people that might be just jumping in their cars, n- this is a proposal. Yeah. Nothing has happened concrete yet, but we're starting to see clear, more clear, in my opinion, the future of the sport. And you know, do, do your conferences matter if you get to a oh no thirty super league? No, because there will be one governing body. It'll be. It'll be the Alabama. SEC. It'll be the SEC. Yeah, that's going to tell everybody what to do. So, we'll can you succeed? Oh, I, I in that because in my mind, it's a stretch. I don't know that you're going to succeed, but being part of that group would be a success. I think you almost have to push for it because if that gap, if you're in that bottom group, the gap is only going to get larger. That middle group. I guess is what I should say. That middle group, the gap will only widen and widen, and ultimately you will be a minor league team, and those are major league teams. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, but that you may have be to push as hard as you can. That may be the sad reality. Oh, I agree. I, I'm not saying Texas Tech is one of the best 30 schools in the country, but you're right there on that in that conversation of being one of the best 30 athletic programs in the country. You're in that conversation. So in this, uh, let's go through the league. Or then. if it is thirty, this may be a, a fifty school thing. Boy, I don't think you get that far. Well, probably not. I don't think you get that far. I don't think there's fifty probably schools not. in the country. It, it, it might be that 40. can have it might be the 40. financial backing to to know that if you're at the bottom and you're trying to just eke your way in to say it's kind of like the guy in Vegas. He's been gambling for a week, and he's down to his last chip. Yeah, and he's like, I'm at the table. 
I can still, like, there's a chance. I got, this. I got a chip in a chair. It's funny. Last time I was at a table, <laughs> there was definitely a guy that's like, all right, this is it. It's my one. Yeah. Let's go. Lost on the first hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it it feels like it's yeah. that way. It's yeah. like, you know, this is going to be a large gamble, and it might oh, put absolutely. the rest of our athletic department in peril. Yeah. And some tough decisions are going to have to be made because, like, I mean, like Oklahoma State, is so far behind Texas Tech in the NIL game, and they have a recruiting budget that's like 13th in the Big 12 of $440,000. Yeah. They're clearly not in good shape financially. Now, Gundy's been able to put a, an incredible product down on the field, but if you were to go to that, I don't think they can make it. Choice, I don't think they can make it. Even with what they've done over a 15, 20-year span, yeah. I don't think they can swim with those sharks i don't yeah i'm not sure i honestly don't know i don't but i do think i think we're headed there i just don't think it's as quick At college football is one of the slowest moving institutions in american history it took us a hundred plus years to get it from more than two teams to four teams well don't forget it took us a hundred years just to get to the bcs system right well, it was polls. voted on. It was voted who's a national poll, champion AP poll. for over a hundred years, and then you had a BCS for a few years. That wasn't good. You might have. We had, there were years where you had split national champions. Yes, it took forever. So I do think it's going to this. I don't think it's going to this anytime soon. But it is an interesting proposal, no doubt. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. On to hour number three. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. The 100.7 The Score mobile app and yours on television. Fox 34 News Now. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton, Lucas White edition of the program. You can uh, keep hitting us up. Whatever you may have, bring that in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through the 100.7 The Score mobile app whole lot on the uh, chat line that we haven't caught up to we'll try to get to as much as that of that as possible um including a, a transfer portal question i say a a couple of transfer portal questions i want to get to those as well matt wells um one of three finalists for new mexico uh, I saw his name on another list uh, that I don't think he got. Bronco well. Mendenhall is expected to get that New Mexico job. Yeah, I think he'll probably be the one. Wells has been uh, interviewing a lot. I've seen his name on a couple of finalists' list. Heck, was it Oregon State? Is that where I saw him as a finalist? I think it may have been Oregon State where he was one of the last three in that that pool. But I, I mean, I don't think that uh, would have happened. Um, so interesting there. New Mexico be an interesting fit for for Matt Wells. He's he's still an analyst, I believe. Family still lives here in town. I see him at church occasionally uh, in the off season. So, um, I, I wish him the best. He's one of those guys, definitely, that I hope he has success wherever he may go. Uh, just didn't happen to be a a fit at the time here at Texas Tech. Um, yeah, it's time. We got to get to this quiz. I've been looking forward to it. So it's time for a pop quiz. Pop quiz. <laughs> pop quiz. Pop quiz. Failure pop quiz. imminent. Tis the season. 
for Hallmark movies. I wonder how big the Hallmark industry is. I, I'm just curious because the number of movies they put out is unbelievable. They have a Hallmark plant in Lawrence, Kansas. Have you seen that? Hallmark plant? Yeah, where they make the cards and stuff. Oh, no. I have not seen it. Yeah, it's right up there by where we usually stay. All right, Hacks is tasked with telling us if this is if the movies are real or fake. So I I think a fair number is 50%. If you get 50%, you're going to pass this thing. I've got 12 of them. So real or fake, we'll zip through. You just tell me if I've made up the name or if this is a real Hallmark movie, Christmas movie name. Then you you ran this by your mother? My mother got a 50 on it, actually. Okay. She got a 50. Uh, wife, I don't think I ever ran it by her. But both of them, huge Hallmark yeah. ladies. All right. Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe. No. <laughs> that is a real Christmas movie. <laughs> I'm going to cuss. <laughs> One flew over the mistletoe nest. No. That's correct. It is a fake movie. Uh, we wish you a married Christmas. No. <laughs> He's going to try to get 50% by just saying no to everything. Uh, that is a real movie. I think it's actually a, a new one. All right, number four. Christmas in the Castle. Yes. Strike three, but we're still going. <laughs> that one is not. There is a uh, Christmas in the Palace. <laughs> There's some other ones, but no Christmas in the Castle specifically. Uh, so we are one for four so far. Uh, a Merry Scottish Christmas. I'm trying to read your eyes. <laughs> I'm not going to give anything. Uh... <laughs> I do have a decent poker face. I'm not going to give you anything. Yes. You are correct, sir. Oh, thank you. Merry Scottish Christmas is real. Let's get on the board. Come on. It's two for two for five so far. Catch me if you claws. <laughs> yes. That is correct. Yeah. Catch me if you claws is a real Christmas Hallmark movie. A shoe addict's Christmas. Yes. You got it. So you've gotten uh, three That's in a row. That's the name of my right. Christmas Here we movie. go. That's the name of your Christmas movie? Yeah. I know. All right, so you uh, are now at one, two, That's four. Four for seven. Four for seven. He's rolling, people. Leftovers for Christmas. No. That is fake. Five for eight. Christmas at Graceland. Yes. Correct, sir. Oh, my gosh, he's on a heater. Six for nine. Mistletoe, made to order. Yes. <laughs> so Snap my streak. Uh, six for ten. You just have to get one of these next two to get 50%. Well, I already got six. No, you're... Oh, you are. Okay, never mind. You're already there. All right, Christmas by Starlight. Yeah. That's correct. Christmas by Candlelight. Yeah. No, that is not Oh, seven! Wow. Huge win. Got a win on, is this a real? Uh, the whole point of this quiz is to point out the <laughs> stupid mm -hmm. of these names. 
I started with probably the dumbest one. Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> That's a real one. Oh, it's real. It is very real. All right. Um, on to the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Hacks, don't think Chocho wants a kiss, but definitely wants a big hug, not just a half-man hug. Don't know what that one's from. Uh, Je- That's when you winked at him. Oh, from the wink. Okay. Uh, but- <laughs> Uh, Michael, Michael, the sub guy says, uh, Hax's warning label would be, uh, where are all the hot yeah, sauces? Yes, where are the hot hey, sauces? I would have got that one from him before you read it. <laughs> oh, I should have let you go. I would have got that one. Where are the hot sauces? COVID killed my hot sauces. The uh, gator hammock. Uh, I can't believe the dad joke segment's still going. It needs to be retired choice. It's time to go put it to bed. Time to think of a new segment. I get enough traction from your fellow listeners. Then. Yeah, Taylor Beatles is the chairman. <laughs> that is Taylor. That. I, he's texting it. I swear. Actually, he should be in class. Taylor would definitely be a teacher. That's uh, that's got the earbud in, right? I just think he'd be not a co- listening to us, but listening. To no, he'd be a cool. Te- he's a cool teacher. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he's, no he's got to be the cool, cool cat teacher in uh, in the building. Uh, Mark and Olive Branch says, "When are the Liberty Flames going to change their mascot to the Fighting Emus?" <laughs> Need to. Uh, listener League fantasy football teams are fighting for a playoff spot and trying to score as many points as they can. D Rock chose a different strategy and straight up said 52 points is enough this week. <laughs> Let's see how that works out for him. 52? Ooh. Holy cow. I've I scored some, 153 and lost. I've had some rough weeks, but I don't know about that one. Holy cow. All right, y'all keep uh, keep it all coming in on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. I'll answer some portal questions coming up in just a, a couple moments. Get your questions of any varieties in. Ask the Benchwarmers coming up at 11.45. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for Ask the Benchwarmers. Bring the questions in. Several of you have already. Yates Flooring Center chat line through the 100.7 The Score mobile app and at 107thescore.com. He's Jeff Haxton. I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White across the way. Questions for any and all of us are welcome. You can also dial us up on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973. Someone said four Christmases should have been on the list. Multiple people saying David Harbour, a.k.a. Jim Hopper. Thank you. I just couldn't pull it. Can pull it. And Violent Night was the one um, that he was in last year. Violent Night is awesome, someone says. So, El Jefe says, Violent Night is amazing. Took my son to see Silent Night last night. Terrible decision. It's mm. nothing like Violent Night. Very emotional. Hardly any dialogue. So, they definitely. How would it compare to silence. Cocaine Bear, though, El Jefe? <laughs> he said, It's a good movie, but not a feel good movie. Okay. Wow. So Silent Night's rougher than Violent Night, which is is Violent Night like stupid, funny, or that's what I'm asking El Jefe. I'm asking El Jefe. So, um, all right, to the questions. Uh, this one hold over from yesterday. Thinking about going to Shreveport. Either of y'all been and know anything's to do or restaurants? Um, it's been see, it's been a while. I used to go all the time. From what was there? Centenary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that where they play football? At Independence Stadium? Centenary did not play football. They do now, though, right? 
I think they have a football team. You keep going. They went to D3. Maybe they played the whole time. I don't know. It's a tiny place. The enrollment's like 900. Centenary does have a football team. I'll be darned. Okay. So, um, I'll have to go back and, and dig up the restaurants, but they're they're all over the place. So, what you have is a city that is divided that's basically one metro area, and it's divided by the river. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you got Shreveport on the west side, and you have Bossier City on the east side. Yeah. There's casinos on both sides of the river. So, there's things to do. So... On the Shreveport side, fairly close to the stadium, is a um, the the I think the nicer casinos. Hmm. Your table limits are going to be higher, but they have party decks all over the place and yeah. lookouts over the river and all kinds of fun things to do there. Bossier City gets a little shadier, yeah, but also depending on what you're looking for, maybe a little more fun. I don't know. But it's uh, kind of anything goes town in Louisiana, and um, anything goes. Yeah, combine that with um, good food. I I like Shreveport. Yeah. Although there was one time we went on a beer run, me and Mike Minyard, and we walked to a Quick Stop, and they had a security guard in the Quick Stop, and he says, uh, "What you what you boys out doing?" I was like, "Oh, we're we're on a beer run." He's like, y'all be careful in the port city now. <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. That was it. Didn't sprint no back. <laughs> sprint back to the hotel. Uh, Tyler says, what's the point of playing conference championship games in the f- current fourteen playoff? Too much risk if you lose, you're out. Well, look at Ohio State this year. They got bumped down. I think they were fifth, right, going into the weekend, and then they were seventh after the weekend. Mm-hmm. So, not playing was worse than playing. Um, next year might be different. Might be different. Gentlemen, what's going on with volleyball and the offensive line? Why is everybody leaving? That's from Horace. Horace! Jasper! Can't see that name without thinking. 101 Dalmatians. Um, uh, volleyball, I can't speak to. Offensive Lucas, line. Lucas just sits back there and shakes his head. Well. Every time you speak. Well, it's kind of my job. Make Lucas shake his head or I'm not doing my job. A volleyball I can't speak to. Uh, I have no idea. Offensive line, uh, you needed to upgrade, to be honest. So I'm sure there's been some hard conversations there of, hey, we need we need to add depth that's not you. I'm yeah, not and that's, that's, that's you, all. Out of all, this things, all these things we talked about today, we haven't talked about the fired. We talked about a lot of hired. Yeah. You're hired, you're hired, you're hired, you're hired, you're going to transfer, you can come in, you're hired. What about your current roster guys that didn't develop into the players that you thought they were going to develop into? That's yep. a, yep. you're fired. You're fired. And it have, it's happened a ton in basketball. My gosh. Um, with volleyball, I have no idea about the dynamic. I just know this year was brutal, really tough on everybody involved. And um, that's all I can really say. I don't have any insider information. Yep. It's just... A lot of transfers. Seems like one every day. O lineman, um, though I, I think three out of your four guys, there's a decent chance were asked to leave or just mutual decisions or whatever. There's only one that I think uh, that was a little bit peculiar to me, and that was Monroe Mills because he was he was one of your starters for the year, but everybody else, 
um, or backups or deep backups. Uh, is Brooks going to play in the bowl game or go on? Uh, my understanding is he's going to play. I would really expect him to play. He's uh, still got. He's still trying to prove things to people. Yeah, he's still trying to prove things. Um, look, I, I know that these aren't, you know, you can't read between the lines on everything, but Texas Tech's bowl graphic that they put out immediately when they when it was announced Independence Bowl has Taj Brooks front and center on the graphic out of three players. And Dadrian Taylor-Demerson's another one who's a senior that could opt out if he wanted to. Or it, These are guys, I think. I don't think you're doing that unless you're pretty confident. No, there's, and there's nothing. Everything's pretty measured. There's nothing that's in the bag for them, right? No, there's no, nothing there's that. Not. They're playing for, for bumping stock. Well, and I always go back to, to the Jordan Brooks game where he yeah. tackled the entire Oklahoma State team for an afternoon and got a top. 25 victory and just dominated. I really think that got him on the Seahawks radar and then got him to be a first-round draft pick. And the rest is kind of history. I mean, he's still got a lot of games to play as a Seahawk, we hope. Uh, But um, it can happen in a game where you you dazzle and next thing you know, you've you've made some scouting boards. Yep. Uh, Benchwarmers, is there any chance at all that Brooks returns next year? Has he already announced he's going to the NFL? Uh, I don't think he's done anything publicly yet. I don't believe so. I would be very surprised if he returns next year. I think it would take a pretty hefty paycheck, to be honest, to get him back that made him say, hey, this is more than I'm going to make in the NFL this year or something along those lines, Um, like million dollars or north, but... I, I don't expect him to come back, but I don't believe there's been an announcement. Uh, Benchwarmer's most underrated Christmas movie. Underrated. It's probably got to be one that wasn't on that list there. Uh, Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way! The Schwarzenegger movie. You probably hate that one, huh? Yes. Figure. You hate Joy. <laughs> That was uncalled for and mean. Man, uh, just tell me to wear a cup next time. I'll <laughs> come in with a jock strap. Just kidding. Why do you hate that one? And in fairness to me, for liking it, uh, it came out when I was like seven yeah, or eight years old. Seven. So that that would be why I like it still. It's funny how the uh, the nostalgia thing plays. Like some movies that could be viewed as pretty terrible, you you like because of when they came out. Um, do you have a an underrated no, one you can no, come up I don't. with? I don't. I'll say okay. Here's one. Uh, the star. It's it's a cartoon, like with animals talking and all that. But it's about the birth of Jesus, and it's it's got like a ton of voices in it. You know what I'm talking about? No, but it's got like Oprah Winfrey's in it, and uh, d- one of the key. Real quick, we're running out of time. In Super Mario Brothers movie, oh boy, when Luigi gets put in that cage, and in that temple, and the, uh-huh. that little floating star is going oh my right. gosh, that's, that's me. I'm, I told Megan that when we Did were watching really? that. I'm like, that's Axel. <laughs> death, is, death is imminent. <laughs> I don't even know if he says that. But he's like, the only quench of the thirst is the sweet taste of death. Yes. Something like that. <laughs> I'm like, that's uh, Axe. Like, it's, that's it's me in star form. 
Oh, man. Uh, Bullfire, you had a good question. I do want to get to that, but we don't have time to get to it. So um, to ask it about Portal. So we'll we'll bring that one up for you tomorrow. Appreciate the uh, question there. Several questions as well we'll try to hold on to um, and get to tomorrow. Appreciate you joining us today. That's it for us. Join us on a hump day edition tomorrow with the end of the bench for Jeff Haxton and Lucas White. I'm Choice Woodman. It's been the end of the bench on 100.7. The score. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.